You're listening to Z758, The Mountain, your home for all things Zenith Basketball. Hey guys, what's up? Uh, we're your hosts. I'm Devin Atwood. I'm Blake Chan. I'm Quinn Barton. <laughs> uh, so, in this week, we're going to cover the recap of the weekend. We're going to talk about our upcoming schedule, some rankings, and we've got an alumni spot at the end. Uh, Riley Sabe came in, and so um, it's, it was a really great interview. In this last game against Medicine Hat, the Zeniths played a much more rounded game, which resulted in a clear win, 112-64. to But that was not the only thing that was made clear to us during this game. Payson is not the only one who can dunk. That's right, guys. You heard it here first. Taylor Cook can dunk. And while we're on the topic of the Big T, he has once again led all scoring with 29 points, 13 rebounds, and 8 assists, two of which resulted in dunks by Payson Blackmore. One of said assists may or may not have been a complete accident, but we're not complaining. The other Zeniths contributed as Mason Stock added 22 points, Sam Payne drained 18, Payson Blackmore netted 17, and John Jones rounded off the top five with 13 points. And I'm glad no one else was in the double digits, because I can only come up with so many ways to say the ball was passed through the opponent's hoop. Don't forget, the Zeniths will be playing two more games this weekend. One against the Raymond Comets on Friday, the 26th, at 8. And the other will be on Saturday, the 27th, against the Chinook Coyotes at 7 o'clock. Note, both of these games are home games, and only with three left in the season. Make sure you get yourself in the auditorium if you want a chance to support the Zeniths at home. But on another note, we now have rankings. McGrath is very well represented with the Pandas holding fourth and the Zeniths being in sixth place. And the Pandas are undefeated. And you might be asking, how the heck are they in fourth place if they're undefeated? Well, that's because they just moved up from 3A and they haven't earned the respect of the 4A league yet. What he means by that is, the Pandas have not played all the teams and while we are confident they can remain undefeated, the ranking people don't know that yet. So just make sure you guys watch our websites, follow us on social media. I mean, if you're listening to the podcast, you probably already do follow us on social media, but tell your friends to do so as well. With me here today, I've got uh, Riley Sabe. What years were you a Zenith? I was a Zenith in 2003 and 2004. Uh, so you were on one of uh, the three 4A provincial championship teams that McGrath has ever had. What was that like? It was, it was awesome. It was something special to be able to be part of that group. Um, not only to be a provincial champion, just but to be part of that group from those years was was something special. The, the ups and the downs, and the fun we had, and the hard and the, the hard work we put in to be successful. It was it was great. It was awesome. Were, were there any moments in that time that kind of that that stuck with you? Um, when we won zones, actually, was to me was more special than provincials because um, it was in the sportsplex. And as a kid, I always wanted to play in the sportsplex because it was. It was the coolest gym around at the time, and we actually got to be Raymond in zones. So it was it was a hometown crowd for everybody. Um, so for me, winning zones that year in 2003 was was the most special part of it. Okay, that's definitely not the answer I would have expected, <laughs> but thank you. Um, what were some, or who was a memorable player or a coach or someone who stood out to you? Uh, during your years as a Zenith? Um, for me, um, in 2003, uh, Phil Tallstrip was our coach, and he coached us to zones and provincial championships, and he was 
the coach for the, the earlier years as well. Um, but he, he required a lot from us, but it was always with patience and kindness. He, I can't remember him ever yelling in anger at us. He yelled a lot, but never in anger. Um, and he just required that, um, that we strive for perfection. And in that the quest for perfection, that we would achieve greatness, and, and we did. We were able to win zones and provincials, and we were one of the most dominant teams um, in, the, in the province at the time. And it's because of him, because of what he demanded from us and what, we, what he demanded in practice and what he demanded in school and when we were not in practice and at home and just whenever he demanded that we be, that we be perfect, essentially. And it, it translated to, to good ball. That's, he's definitely been a role model for you then. Most, most definitely. Um, thank you. And the last question, um, what does it mean to you to be a Zenith? Now that, that's a big question. Um, to be a Zenith, when I was a kid, um, in elementary, junior high, it was everything. Like That was my sole goal for athletics was to be a Zenith, to be a ball player. And then when I was actually, when I actually was a Zenith, it was kind of a surreal time that, holy smokes, like I made it, I'm a Zenith. I get to play in, in the Tom Cairn in front of all these people and I get to kind of be the role model to other kids. And then now that I'm older um, and I look at this year's Zeniths and past Zeniths, um, just the role model that they are, or they, hopefully they should be, right? They're, we have really good kids. And I know that my son, he's five, and he loves coming to the games. He loves, he loves watching the kids. He loves watching warm-ups. He loves being there at halftime. Um, so to be a Zenith, to me, is, is the role model, is being the, the person that people should look up to. Because hopefully one day my son gets to be a Zenith, and then he will be a role model for younger generations, just like Coach Balderson was a role model for me, and hopefully I was a role model for some of these kids. And um, so just the fact that you're kind of put in that position to, to do good on and off the court and to maybe help somebody else decide what they want to do with their lives as well. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, thanks for coming in today. No problem. And that's all we have for you. Perfect. Okay, that's it for this week. Uh, just make sure, if you live in Regina, we are going to be playing there on February 8th and 10th, or February <laughs> through 10th. So we'll be there for the Luther uh, Invitational. Also, if you live in Edmonton or in the surrounding area, we'll be there the 15th through 17th for the Tripov. Um, so come show your support uh, if you're an alumni and would like to, or are willing to be interviewed uh, and share your experiences as a Zenith. Please contact us, and that's it for this week. I'm Devin Atwood. I'm Quinn Barton. And I'm Blake Chan. And come join us next week as we reach new heights on D758 The Mountain.